0: Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Pat Flynn, and welcome to episode 56 of Ask Pat. I'm here to help you by answering your online business questions five days a week. I'm so loving and enjoying creating this show for you, and thank you for all of your amazing questions. Now, speaking of law and legal and business entities, let's get to today's question from Tony. So, Tony, please take it away. Hey, Pat. This is Tony from designerhacks.com. Um, I wanted to thank you for putting Smart Passive Income together. It's been really helpful for me uh, because we have similar backgrounds. So um, thanks for, for doing that and keep on keeping on. My question is, I'm wondering when it makes sense to turn my niche or hobby site into a limited liability company or to incorporate it. And when should I be worried about trademarking? Thanks. Tony, thank you so much for your question, and just as a quick disclaimer, you know, I'm, I'm not a lawyer, you know, definitely not a lawyer. I have my own, um, but, you know, I've used LegalZoom.com to help me get started in the beginning, just like I mentioned in the sponsorship role at the beginning. But I'm going to tell you a quick story about how I got started. You know, I built my site, uh, which was initially at InTheLead.com before I had to change it to GreenExamAcademy.com. This is a site that I built to help people pass an exam in the architecture industry I built that just on my own as a sole proprietor. I didn't turn that into a business entity um, until much, much later. So I actually created that site in late 2007, and I started to monetize it or attempt to monetize it in October of 2008. And then a couple months went by where I was making good money, and then I turned it into a business entity. I used LegalZoom.com, like I mentioned at the beginning, discount code PAT, um, and I used that to create an LLC. And, you know, I had a lot of questions and I asked a lot of people and, uh, you know, I got a lot of different answers and I feel like that you really have to talk to somebody who's a professional, maybe somebody in your network or even a, even an attorney on your own, even if you're going to use LegalZoom, um, you know, because the fees are much cheaper. But, um, you know, I would talk to somebody to make sure that you're going to create the entity that's right for you and your business in the way you want to do it. Now, how do you know it's the right time? Well, for me, I knew it was the right time when I started making money, but I also knew it was the right time when, um, and this is the part that is going to be confusing for people, when I knew that I needed to protect myself and my personal assets. That's the benefit. That's the real reason why you'd want to create a business. I mean, there's many benefits to doing so, Like you can write off a lot of your things and, you know, for tax purposes and, and, and things like that, you become sort of more professional and authoritative when you do have, you know, when you're known as a business and you're not just a sole proprietor, but you know, really you create that business entity. So it itself becomes almost like its own person so if somebody were to sue you you for example uh, through your business it would they would sue your business they wouldn't sue you and so you would um, you know if you do a good job of keeping your personal assets separate from your business assets uh, you know they can't touch your personal stuff now there's all these different You know, again i'm not a lawyer i'm not an expert at this at all i'm just sort of telling you what's on my what's in my mind and also how i went through it but there's all these things like piercing the corporate veil or you know whatever that's called um you know if if you somehow mix up you know what you do personally with you do with what you do in your business for example you might uh draw money from your personal account to buy stuff for your business you should never do that so you should always have your own business checking account that is only used for business and you know separate from your personal stuff. And you know once you start to blur those lines, you know if somebody were to sue you, they could say, well, you're not even treating yourself like a real business, so I'm just going to start taking your personal stuff. Or you know, and 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 of course the legal stuff is always a huge hassle and it costs a lot of money. Um, but you want to protect yourself, and that's why you create an LLC or an S corporation or you corporate and however it is best for you to corporate and I'm not going to get into what type of corporation is best for you and what all that means. Obviously there's even different rules in different states and things like that and there's tax tax, you know, incentives but tax um you know uh implications as well. For example, I live in California and as a business I have to pay $800 a year to the state of California just to have that business and I have a couple businesses, which is crazy, but that, you know, I choose to live here and I choose to do business here. But you know, that, how do you know, I mean, the real answer to when do I turn my blog or niche site into a business entity, um, you have to weigh the pros and cons, you know, and, and see how popular it is. I think it's okay. And again, this is just me speaking to create the site and see how it goes and see if, see if there's any sort of pull there or if it's going to be successful or it seems to be growing. And then in, in that case, you know, if you know, you're going to be serious with it and you know, it's going to get, you know, massive exposure, and start to generate money for you, then I would turn it into a business at that point. But you know, the nice thing about doing online business is you can test different things. But you know, for me I create I created a sort of an umbrella company, an umbrella LLC, Flint Industries LLC is what it's called. And that's where I run most of my separate projects that are under that one umbrella. I do have another company, uh, which is Lower Apps LLC. Um, actually, that, that's the DBA, the Doing Business As. So it's known as Lola Apps or Laugh Out Louder Apps, which is an iPhone application company. But again, I created that through LegalZoom. Um, I'm giving him a lot of plugs here, but that's just who I used. But also you asked about trademarking and again this is a whole nother thing that i could and probably should have an attorney come on the podcast the smart passive income podcast my other podcast to talk about and there's a lot of th- there's a lot of implications there as well i mean th- there there is the first use of a term where you don't necessarily have to trademark it to sort of own it however if it's just a book title then it might not have as much power as if it's you know uh, a dom, no, even a domain either. But if, if, if you are using graphics and promoting material that is related to a trademark, I mean, there's just gosh, I mean, to be honest with you, Tony, I would I would seek a professional and for all of you out there, I would seek more professional help. Um, and, and this is for me who has been doing business for a while. You don't and, and I think the, the point of this is you don't have to know everything, but you should seek help from people who do know those things that you don't know how to do. Um, so when should you be worried about trademarking? Um, you should be worried about trademarks when you're creating things. For example, I didn't even consider trademarks. And that this is not, you know, me creating a trademark. It's me not understanding what, you know, what it would, what would happen if I used another person's or another company's trademark. And I actually, you know, in the lead.com, which is my lead exam website, uh, lead was a trademark. And I got contacted in May or was it April or May of 2009, to uh, stop what I was doing. I got a cease and desist letter because I was using somebody else's trademark. And actually the full story behind that was, you know, even though they loved what I was doing on my site, there were other people out there creating sites using that trademark lead and the domain name, and in order for them to enforce and and, and be able to remove those uh, sort of legally they had to remove them all which included mine which sucked but you know at first i freaked out cuz i just got this letter from you know the the attorneys over at the united states green building council and i just thought they were suing me i thought my life was over i thought i wasn't cut out for business but then i realized it was just a cease and desist letter again i contacted help i got in touch with a lawyer who just said hey you just have to change your domain name which i did and that's where green exam academy came from and all's been good on that front since then but I've learned to really be careful to not use trademarks uh, as much as possible. You know, whether it's in a domain name or in the name of a product, um, and you know, it's 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 a crazy thing this whole legal stuff that goes on with, with with this. So, I mean, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna create a unique name for something and you really want to protect it and you want to have the most power you can have, if you were you know to see somebody else use that and you want to take them to court. If you want to have the most power, you would file for a trademark, and you can do that through LegalZoom. You could do that through uh, an attorney or a lawyer um, that that you might be know know right now, or or, or it might be in your area. Um, you know, just using a term first will give you a little bit of of an edge, but still not really um if you want to give yourself the best security for a name or trademark or something um or a name that you you know the best thing to do is trademark it and i have trademarked a lot of pieces of my business like smart passive income i did trademark that so tony i hope that answers your question at least a little bit um you know i know it's a little bit uh, uh, fuzzy here but i'm just gonna be honest i'm i'm not the best person to tell you when to do that. Uh, so, you know, we're all about transparency here. But I feel like if you can connect with the right people and also if you feel like you know that you're going to be taking this niche site or your hobby business uh, and into a full-time thing or even just something very serious that you're going to be doing for a while and you want to protect what might happen within that business from what's going on in your personal life and in your personal assets, then setting up a business entity would be a smart thing to do. So... Tony, thank you so much for your question. I really appreciate it. An Ask Pat t-shirt will be headed your way. And if any of you have a question that you'd like to ask here on Ask Pat, head on over to askpat.com, of course. Now I'm going to re-mention our sponsor for the episode, which has to do perfectly with the content that we just talked about. That is LegalZoom. Again, if you go to LegalZoom.com, you'll get a discount if you enter the special discount code PAT during checkout. You know, starting a business entity, you know, traditionally is, is is pretty costly and it takes a lot of time. You have to go through an attorney and it can be pricey. But LegalZoom.com makes it much, 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 much easier and much more affordable as well. Again, I've used it several times for two LLCs, one DBA, actually a couple DBAs uh, now that I think about it. And um, what else? A will trademark and uh you know it's just really easy to use so again if you go to legalzoom.com use the discount code pat during checkout you get a discount and uh, they're not a law firm but they can help you connect you with an attorney if you need one so thank you so much for listening in and of course i'm going to end with a quote and this quote is uh uh, one of my own and it's just a reminder you know building a business doesn't mean not having fun I've seen too many people who have started with hobby blogs that they they are having lots of fun with and they turn them into a business and they, they forget why they started that business in the first place. You know, just because you're building an entity or going to be starting to monetize your website and, and go big with it, um, that doesn't mean you still can't have fun. You should always be having fun with what you're doing. And this is a reality check for you. Are you having fun in your business right now? If not, why not? You should always be having fun in your business. I'm having a ton of fun with Ask Pat. I mean, this is... This is seriously one of the coolest things I've ever done. And um, so many people have come up to me and just said they, how much they've enjoyed the show. So if, if that if that was you or you're just in your head are thinking about how much you've enjoyed the show, thank you. You're amazing. And I'll see you in the next episode of Ask Pat. Cheers. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now you might've noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while. And that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes,